Welcome to Jet Cetra. This is our Winnipeg Free Press podcast about the Jets, sports, and etc. I'm your host, Free Press Sports Editor Steve Lines, and I'm joined as usual by our sports columnist Mike McIntyre. We're in my office here at 1355 Mountain Avenue, looking out at a beautiful, beautiful blue sky. How about the weather? It is unbelievable. You know, Chris- I, I, yeah, just sorry for the tangent, Christmas but, Eve like, is three weeks from tomorrow. Like, could we have a green Christmas? You know, or- the whole the weather whole thing has been amazing during the pandemic. It has, except for October was kind of lousy, but um, just in general, pandemic equals good weather here in Winnipeg. Anyways, we're not going to talk about the weather today. It's episode 42, although we already have spoken about it. Today, we're going to be talking again slash still about the NHL's plans or lack of them at this time still again to return to play. Uh, The NFL's wacky week that will finally come to an end today. It's Wednesday. We're having NFL Wednesday. The Steelers are playing the Ravens. Is that this afternoon or tonight? It is this afternoon because they don't want the game to interfere with the Rockefeller tree lighting ceremony. And I'm not kidding. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which I am going to watch tonight. Oh, we got a call coming in. that's a call. We've opened up the lines again. It's probably Jay Bell, right? It's from Saskatchewan. It's a guy named Dennis. And Dennis uh, is, um, I'm trying to arrange with Dennis to get several copies of the free press sports section sent to him today. His granddaughter was in our paper. Okay. And so, folks, if you do have, you know, if you want to buy 10 or 12 papers, you can do that. You can buy in bulk. There's not a discount. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me, Steve, you were arranging your next travel junket. Oh, I wish. To Saskatchewan. Yeah. Which I was going to suggest you've really lowered your standards. Oh, uh, but it's funny you mentioned that, Mike. Um, I'm a member of a association, a travel association called ATA. It's the Adventure Travel Trade Association. And um, a couple months ago, I did a virtual conference. There was about 400 people from all over the world. Right attended this conference and I attended as a, one of the media people. There was about 25 of us. And, you know, I was putting up feelers for potential travel junkets or travel trips or whatever in 2021. And one of the people that I did chat with was the representative from Travel Saskatchewan. Because I still don't, I'm still, I'm not going to personally fly in 2021 to right. go anywhere. Maybe 2022, we'll see how things go. But in the meantime, you know, what kind of travel can you do in 2021? Well, I don't know. There's, you know, apparently there's some really good mountain biking in Saskatchewan. There's some really good national, there's a national park up yeah. in Prince Albert that's supposed to be beautiful. So I might do that this summer. I, of course, drove to Edmonton and back twice for the return right. to play. And I must say, Steve, uh, I remember texting my wife saying, it's beautiful around here. Uh, it was when I was in the Battlefords. Yeah. That's a beautiful area. Yeah. I mean, you talk about mountain biking, like it gets very the landscape totally changes. So yeah, it's very, yeah, you know, I kid about our good friends in Saskatchewan. I spent the first, basically the first 10 years of my life in Saskatchewan. So I kind of still kind of a bit of a, what do you call that? Saskatchewanian? I, I guess no so. Idea. Yeah. That's Troy not, Westwood would probably have a different name for it. Troy and I have had some good, uh, good, uh, <laughs> the creator of the uh, banjo bowl humor over that over the, over the years. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, there's going to be a curly bubble maybe in Calgary. TSN is pitching a big month in sports in December, <laughs> and I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna tell you a little story about my struggles to get fed on Friday nights, Mike. Um, I haven't told you this, but I'll tell nope. you I'll tell you and the folks later. Cliffhanger. All right, that'll be our overtime session. Okay, sounds right. good. So let's get to the first period of our uh, Jet Setter thing here podcast. That's what it's called, 
And um, where we generally talk about the Jets. So Premier Brian Pallister and Dr. Brent Rusin uh, said yesterday on Tuesday that news is coming soon on the Jets' ability to skate in Winnipeg. Uh, I guess they're going to have a camp here, maybe have a season, and then the Jets would play at Bell MTS Place. Is that what it's called? Bell MTS it Center. Is. is it Place? Bell? Yeah, Place became Center. Okay. Or Center became Place. Center became Place. Um, what do you think about all that? Well, so it, what it tells me, Steve, is is that there have been behind the scenes talks between True North and the provincial I government. Think we, I think we we would we suspect would, that, yeah, right? Yeah, they were just going to wait yeah. uh, to the last minute and then go to them and say, "Hey, guys, what do you think about <laughs> this?" Um, no, they're not the CFL, Mike. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, and it also tells Zing. me it uh, it tells me that that the plans are already in place. Yeah. And I'd be shocked if they don't have tentative approval, at least, already in their back pocket uh, to hold a camp, whatever that looks like. By the way, the very latest, Steve, this is just from uh, an hour or so ago. Um, There's some reports that uh, this is actually Brian Burke uh, saying that based on conversations he's had with several players, that the players are adamant they will not give up their Christmas with their families and that training camps will not start based on what he's hearing from the players till after the holidays. And so if you do the math, um, Christmas the 25th. Can't they start before and then take a break for Christmas? I guess. I mean, they. the problem is you have the quarantine period just to get guys to camp, right? Which you'd have to almost factor in. So based on what Burke said today, the timeline in his eyes is around December 27th, 26th, 27th is when players would start to travel to their markets. Okay. Two-week quarantine. And then camp would start like early. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah like yeah. around, say, the right. 10th or so of January. Right. You couldn't have them coming here. They have to quarantine and going first. home for Christmas Correct. or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so okay, you need right. to basically get the COVID out of them uh, if there is COVID in them. So right. that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, and that would certainly throw the January 1 time on, which I think, right. Steve, we as we sit here, what's December 2nd today? I mean, January 1, they don't even have a deal. Like, there's no way right. they're playing games in 29 days from now. Right. So, um, you know, does that mean that we will get word of a deal? Like, there's still some major obstacles to overcome here, as in they haven't even agreed on what the season will involve or how who's going to pay for it, because that's the big sticking point, money, right? And I think... is I, Did I read this right? Are, would some teams, if they if we play, if they, not we, I'm not playing, if they played a season this year, would some teams lose $150 million? Did I read that somewhere? Yes, that there are teams for sure that would lose, well, substantially more money by playing than by not playing. But like 150 I've, million, supposedly. Wow. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how that figure has been well, arrived I at. Well, salaries to start with. That's the that's seventy or eighty million dollars right. right there. Right. Yeah. Um, and we know that. You know, certainly ticket sales, uh, the NHL has said, are, rev- are 50% of all revenues. Right. So, yeah, it's um, that's interesting. And, and I think that falls in line with what we've sort of come to believe here recently, that there's no chance of a January 1 start. By the sounds of it, perhaps then everything will remain on pause till after the holidays, in which case 
kind of a sprint rather than a marathon is what the season will likely involve if they don't even get going till say later in January. Again, a reminder, they want to be done by mid-July at the latest. Yeah, you can't carry this on again into August again. No. I mean, nobody was watching hockey last no. August. Nobody's going to watch hockey this August if they if they With the do Olympics. It. Like well, just just and in general, for people, sure. People are getting people aren't watching sports to begin with these days. Um, you're going to drag that out and try to get them to watch. I mean, hypothetically, let's say there's some vaccine happening and people are doing things again and out and about by next July, August, maybe. You know what I mean? Like they are not going to sit around and watch hockey. They, people are going to be making up for lost time for and sure. what they yeah. were deprived of, say, last summer. So right. you're right. Sitting in front of a television? That will not be one of the things. Because no, no. <laughs> no. they've not been deprived of that. They have not. That's one thing. On, on, <laughs> We've all back, had enough TV. Looking back on the p- pandemic, what do you wish you did a little more of? Oh, I wish I watched more TV. <laughs> nobody is saying that. Yeah, nobody's saying that one. <laughs> uh, so in that sense, right, TV is going to be put on the back burner. Um, it's interesting you mentioned vaccines, Steve. Just as I drove in today to do this, they're going to start vaccinating people in Britain yeah. in five days from yeah, now. Yeah, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the timelines in a lot of ways So it seems to up. me that because of that, that and other news like that, that potentially, um, you know, that would indicate that the NHL will play somehow. Yeah. I mean, you can't be like, um, saying, you know, we're not going to play because of COVID now. If they don't play now, it's going to be because of stubbornness over the money, right? right? Yeah. Which, again, is going to probably cost them, at least in the court of public opinion, like if, if these two sides can't work out any differences because of money, I think people would be more sympathetic if COVID was the cause. But if it's if it's just greed over the almighty buck, like good luck getting the public on your side there. Um, so in that sense, I, I got to think sanity ultimately prevails. You know, here. the NHL has, in my opinion, this false reputation of having labor harmony. Um, I don't think that they have had, you've had lockout, right? We've yeah. had strikes. We've had all kinds of problems with negotiations between the players in the league and in hockey. And I, and they, they managed to get that playoffs done pretty well there in the spring. And that, kind of gave this indication that, you know, it's it's pat hockey on the head. They're all such nice fellows, and they get along so well. Uh-uh. These guys have, you know, they, they're going to negotiate hard here. Um, let me just quickly say that I do suspect if the Jets are given the green light to hold a camp here in Winnipeg, um, albeit it won't be in front of fans, it'll be under very stringent conditions, you know, Steve, there are going to be some people out there who are crying double standard. And they're going to say that athletes are getting privileges the general public doesn't. Why can't my little Johnny or my little Janie go play his Timbits hockey game with his friends? Um, I think the answer to that is so simple, though, in my opinion, in that the NHL or the NFL or whatever league you're talking about has the wherewithal right. to ensure that they are not a uh, a public health strain, a threat to public health, sure. right? Do you know what I mean? And they're not. Whereas, I'm sorry, you know, these minor ho- beer league hockey or whatever, they do not have the same. Right. They're they're paying for their own testing. Yeah, they are controlling. And I would also say, Steve, that they've probably 
they've probably earned at least a little bit of rope based on how they handled the original return to play. Like there were a lot of skeptics. I was one of them. I think you were as well about how they could pull this off. And Mm -hmm. they did. Granted, it's a different time now. The numbers are a lot different now than they were then. But they they have shown the ability to control their own environment. And so I think for that reason, they'll be given uh, some rope here. All right, folks, we're back for the second period of our Jet Cetera podcast. Uh, Mike, we mentioned in the earlier here that the NFL is wrapping up its um, week, whatever they're in. Twelve. Um, thanks. <laughs> um, with a Wednesday afternoon game between the Steelers and the Ravens, this has been necessitated uh, because of a number of COVID, positive COVID t- uh, tests. Uh, on a taste on the uh, I'm hungry on <laughs> on the Ravens and so it's been delayed to today three uh, times three this times this is their yeah. fourth crack at it which is incredible they're gonna get it today so there's been some there was there were some issues obviously last weekend where the Denver Broncos were not even able to feel the quarterback that was kind of ridiculous to which fans of Blue Bombers from years gone by say, that's nothing. Yeah. We had many t- seasons where we didn't many feel the quarterback years. either. Exactly. So um, and, uh, so you've, re- you've written some columns a little bit that maybe it's time for all of sports to take a break. And, and um, you know, are the issues bad enough? Do you think that, uh, that they should do that? Well, I think when you have a league as powerful as the NFL, um, clearly kind of brought to its knees as what, happened this past weekend uh, whether it was like you say every quarterback on the Broncos roster being ineligible due to COVID Uh, by the way they didn't all have COVID one quarterback did and the other three had been working in close contact with him Uh, and it really turned that game into a competitive farce Uh, the guy that ended up playing quarterback was a wide receiver uh, who I believe used to play quarterback in high school And Steve, he will now go down in infamy as having completed more passes to the other team than to his own team. He completed one to a Denver Broncos receiver and two to New Orleans defenders. How many completions did he have? One. So he only threw four passes? No, he went one for nine. Oh, one for nine. So two of them ended up in the New Orleans hands. One and the other six, I guess, just... On the ground. Right, or in the crowd or whatever. They were dropped. Yeah. Uh, They're much better at those receivers. The uh, the San Francisco 49ers don't have a home. Right. Although, again, this just shows, Steve, the the response state to state in the U.S. and how absurd it is. So the San Francisco 49ers don't have a home because their county has now outlawed contact sports for the next month because of rising COVID numbers. Right. They are going now to go play in Arizona. The county where they're now going to go play their home games, which I believe are going to be three, the numbers are twice as bad in that state, in that county, as right. to where they just got kicked out. But Arizona is <laughs> saying, sure, come on in. Yeah, so. well, Arizona is an interesting place, right? <laughs> I remember Wiesek and I did a, here's a total tangent. Wiesek and I went on a buddy trip to Arizona, and we were in Prescott, yeah. which is a, a, a city in Arizona. And we were having dinner with a representative of the mayor. And he was welcoming us, and we were, you know, we were including Prescott in our story or whatever. And and for some reason, we got onto the uh, the subject of guns <laughs> and <laughs> carrying guns. And the guy, the guy looked around the restaurant. And he's like, "Yeah, probably about half the people in the restaurant here are carrying guns." 
Like, <laughs> and so, of course, it's not open carry, right? Like you can, can they can be concealed, right? Yeah. yeah. So you had no idea no. who has a gun. And yeah. So it's just you know it's Arizona. So I, I'm not I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. By the way, I'm right. not, I don't have. Well, a, maybe they think they can just shoot COVID they, away. They might think that in Arizona, exactly. <laughs> Remember in Florida uh, <laughs> when a couple of years ago they had to issue a, a warning to people uh, when they were getting a lot of hurricanes. They get hurricanes all the time, but they actually had to issue an edict not to fire a gun into into the eye of a hurricane oh because the, of course the bullet could just end up going anywhere but they actually like the idea that people would think that they could somehow shoot, shoot a hurricane, hurricane which is kind of a an, again another tangent here folks i'll never forget a press conference from a sheriff in florida years ago where they uh, sheriff's deputies shot and killed a rape suspect and they shot him like 76 times <laughs> and like absolutely ventilated the guy. And a, a, a reporter said to the sheriff, uh, Sheriff, why did you shoot? Why, why did your officer shoot him 76 times? And the in his drawl, he says, because they ran out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> it's only the 21st century, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what were we talking about again? Okay, All so, right, the okay, NFL. So the NFL. Yeah. So, okay, so uh, just, to just to segue a little bit into sports basically playing it was also announced yesterday, and there were some more details today. We'll have more in the paper tomorrow. That curling is going to go ahead and try to have a bubble. So, just in general, yeah, the, uh, all of these the sports are going ahead. They're still trying to play. There's some question you and some other people and me even, you know, have questioned about whether this should happen. And I started to think recently, like, is this just not? Is is maybe just sports just an example of? of what we're all kind of dealing with in, in life or whatever. Maybe it's, maybe it's not such a bad thing that they're playing and trying. And right. It's cause you know, it's like you go to the mall, you got to deal with this stuff. Sure. You know I mean, I, mean? I, I love a good distraction from real life as much as anybody. And I think it's important that we don't just get all consumed by the bad. Like we need thing, we need outlets uh, to, to distract us. But I, I'd say that with a bit of a disclaimer that those distractions should never come at the expense of public safety. And I right. just worry that... that um, That's the thing, though. I don't think that sports has been... Maybe, as you wrote in your column, and that was interesting how you wrote this, is that there being a bad example right. to people and then other p people then do things that are a cause... The public health. Sure. It's, the, People's, again, people again, the, idolize the NFL. They yeah, see the role it's, model. It's thing no big whatever, deal yeah. in right. in that world. Right. So why should it be a big deal in my world? Right. And that world and your world are two very different things. And unfortunately, yeah. and again, we're being asked as a society to make all kinds of sacrifices and changes to our lives. And then we turn on the TV every Sunday and it's kind of business as usual. But those guys just, let's be clear though, sports in general, whether it's been baseball or hockey or the NFL or whatever sport has gone ahead and played, there's been nothing where they've been a, a, threat, a, drain. a, a threat to public health or no. a drain on the healthcare system. No, I have system, not right? seen any yeah. suggestion. Right. Uh, they're not taking away from public right. testing. Right. They've not overloaded hospitals at the expense of Obviously. citizens. So Correct, for yeah. sure, they they have been their own little world. Um, what I think, Stephen, talking about the curling bubble, for example, that everybody should be a little concerned about right now, and this would include every sports league, is looking at what just happened in Edmonton with the World Junior Camp. Like COVID got in the bubble. Yeah, they had a they had the same kind of bubble setup that worked so well in in August and September for the NHL. 
and two players and a staff member still got COVID and they had to shut down for two weeks. I believe they still have. Have they figured out how that happened yet? I, not that I've seen. They've been I pretty mean, quiet. It, it would be, it would almost be incumbent on them to let everyone know, right? Like if, if two players violated protocol, we'll say that then. Because if, if the alternative is that everybody followed the letter of the law to a T and this still happened, then yikes. Just guessing probably somebody brought it in. Brought it in. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. no different. But at than, the beginning of it, because sure. it shut down very early. It's right? no different than what's happening in personal care homes in Manitoba. I mean, these seniors, these 90 and 100-year-old seniors who have been COVID-stricken. Oh, gallivanting. Right, they, exactly. They're, they're not doing that. Same with inmates at Stony Mountain. They're not in the community. It's being brought in. But it just goes to show that you can't create a completely isolated world. And so whether you're talking, I mean, the NHL, they're not going to be in a bubble. Curling, and it's very ambitious what they just announced yesterday, Steve. Uh, This is going to be what, like a six-week sort of bubble where they're going to kind of have everything, including the kitchen sink. Yeah, the men's uh, nationals, the women's Women's. nationals, the mixed, and then the men's world's. Right. I wasn't sure what they, they didn't really say what the women's world. I read about the women's world. So get this, they say, and they're quite worried about the timeline. The winner of the women's nationals is going to almost immediately fly to Switzerland to compete that the women's worlds, which are scheduled for Switzerland are a go. They're a go. And Canada intends to send, even though with quarantine restrictions, I haven't done the exact math, but there's not a lot of time there, like to get them from... Calgary to Switzerland in time, but that's apparently the plan. Uh, so, you know, but again, the situation now versus what it might be like in February could be night and day. We're yeah. already seeing, right. thankfully, finally here in Manitoba, uh, a slight downturn in the numbers, which is to be expected given all these restrictions in place. And like we said earlier, Steve, vaccine news is pretty positive. Sounds like Canada, though. So might I think have to it's a, a so it's incumbent really on them to try to go forward based yeah. on numbers, probably would even seasonally drop, and uh, and because of the restrictions in a number of places are going to drop, and then vaccines, you know. So I, it's I think it's good sign that they're at least going forward. We're back for the third period of our Jet Cetera podcast here, folks. Uh, Mike, um, I got the email. You got the email yesterday, right, uh, from TSN. I did. I've big, set, big, set my PVR for the whole month. Big month in sports. Now, I'm, 24 hours a day. Let's not make too much fun here. So, like, <laughs> we love the folks at TSN, right? We do. Um, but, but I, I, and I, I wrote a playbook about it today about how, you know, at first I was taken aback, like, big. Oh, well, Saskatchewan on the line again? Uh, no, that's just Jay Bell. That's hilarious. I, I was Bell. just a little early when I predicted Jay would call. Jay, Jay always, does he normally call during the podcast? He always calls he when always calls. the boss, Paul Simon, is in here. We're having a chat yeah. or whatever. Uh, I told Jay about this yesterday. He said, well, maybe, maybe you and Paul shouldn't just be sitting around talking all day long. <laughs> Because that's what we do, right? Right. Um, although we do, you know, we spend a, a I believe part. this is at least the third, if not the fourth podcast taping we've done. Is that, that right? has been interrupted by a Bell? J-Bell phone call. So <laughs> it's almost like a running gag at this point. <laughs> it's, it <laughs> makes me want to gag. Poor guy. The only guy... The only guy in our actually newsroom <laughs> who has who had COVID, right? Right, uh, right. He's yeah, the only I believe, in the yeah, I believe he's the only one yeah. so far. Yeah. So back to the big month in sports. Um, I got the email, and the, you know, at first I was like, "Oh, hey, what the heck's going on here? Big month in sports." But then I did have a look. You know, 
potentially, uh, there's a lot going on. There's the U.S. Women's Golf, and then the NBA is going to – the NBA will play for right. sure. Um, they've got a lot of money tied up in TV, and they can survive basically just on TV money. Did you see, by the way, sorry to interrupt, uh, the Golden State Warriors had to postpone the start of their training camp yesterday oh, for a day because two players tested positive oh, for COVID? Yes. Well, it, so it's going to happen. Here's the thing again here. So, like, people are testing positive for COVID. Originally, they shut down the entire sports world because one, one guy case, tested, Rudy Gobert. Tested, right, yeah. yeah. So now it maybe it's just an accepted thing. We've learned that, to live with it. Yeah, we we have. I mean, for example, we didn't shut down the free press when Jason Bell got COVID, no. right? Do you know what I mean? Like we carried on. Um, we took precautions. We told him to stay home. He wrote at home. Uh, you know what I mean? So I guess it's um, anyway. So there's. I thought his work of, really suffered. By the way, <laughs> did you, did he even work? I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. We love you. Yeah. Um, so in some ways, it's just, you know, uh, what's going on in sports is, again, just yeah, a reflection of what's sure. going on for all of us. So so it could be a big month in sports. It could have the World Juniors, World juniors at, yeah. at the end of the, at the year. Um, so then I wrote, and I, I'll admit, I, I, as you know, and I've admitted it here and in other places or whatever, I don't watch a lot of sports if I don't have to anymore. I mean, I've watched more sports in my life than all of you people listening combined, probably. But, you know, because it's been my job yeah. and I used to be a fan. But lately, you know, I've kind of been thinking that I wouldn't mind watching some sports. And so I'm going to resubscribe to TSN for the month. And I just feel like I need to watch something real. Like I've been watching, you know, Homeland and Downton Abbey and Bosch. And Have you finished Netflix? I, like the whole, like well, all of Netflix? I canceled Netflix a while ago. I watch, oh, okay. I just watch Amazon Prime gotcha. these days or whatever. So, um, by the way, Homeland, you're on season five now. I'm gonna start season five sometime today okay. or tomorrow. Yeah. So um, I'm a big Homeland fan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, tails know, off for a couple seasons, but then it really picks up. I've really enjoyed so. Bosch, but I just feel like. It's like last night I was watching, uh, I watched the end of season five of Downton Abbey last night and, and it's just like, it's kind of like, you know, it's not, it's not real. Like, it's like, I'm just, I need to watch something and I don't watch a lot of news. I don't even have any news channels. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like I, I, I kind of watch, watch some sports. I can relate. Like yeah. I, the, we all sort of have those competitive juices in us and I think especially if you're working in sports like this, you, yeah. you thrive on seeing competition. I mean, right. I, I've said before, I'd watch a tiddlywink competition, um, you know, just because I like to see a winner and a loser and I like the drama and the, the high stakes, uh, whatever the stakes are in the, in the situation like that. So what but, should we watch this month? Uh, well, you know, I think the wor if, if the World Juniors goes ahead, I'm very excited to see it because it has the potential to be like a truly great That's world. weeks away, it Mike. Is I weeks need something away. now. Yeah. Um, NFL, I guess. Eh? NFL, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, thankfully, they're spacing games out. You can watch a game every day of the week now, apparently, <laughs> since week 12 began last Thursday. Right, and, yeah. <laughs> and so week 12 ends tomorrow, today. Right? Week 13 starts tomorrow, Steve. Right. So, yeah, you don't have to wait long. Um I'm not a big college sports guy. Are you? I'm not. I've never yeah, been. Yeah, me neither. Um, whether I, it's football or basketball. I've never got the whole March Madness thing. No, it's me neither. It's always kind of over my head. I mean, college football is kind of a Saturday thing. I, I don't tend to tune in. I've been watching a lot of golf. I love golf. Um, playing it, watching it. So, And, you know, it's an exciting time in men's golf for sure. There's, there's a number of, of Canadian players that are kind of routinely in the hunt. And women's golf, Brooke Henderson, is 
is, you know, just one of the best in the world. So the U.S. Uh, Open for the women yes, will December be December 10th. That's for uh, sure. When is that? Is that uh, next weekend? That is next weekend. Yeah. So like starting, yeah, next Thursday, basically a week from tomorrow. So yeah, don't get I mean, me wrong. I'm not going to be sitting in front of my TV watching sports, obviously because there isn't anything on to watch sports wise. But I thought what I do is like between now and Christmas, I'd look for a couple of different events to watch. Right. Um, probably either for a couple hours Saturday afternoon or a couple hours Sunday afternoon. Um, I, I don't spend a lot of time in front of the television anyways. Um, but um, so I'm looking for something, yeah, between maybe I'll watch a football game, an entire football game on Sunday. So I have two episodes left, uh, speaking of Netflix, of The Haunting of Bly Manor, which I've really enjoyed. Oh, it's okay. a follow-up to The Haunting of Hill House. Mostly the same cast, completely different story, and this they're playing different characters. I like that sort of paranormal, it, it, sort of a slow burn, which I've enjoyed. Next up on the docket, speaking of sort of sports, maybe fringe sports, is chess a sport, Steve? I'm, I don't know anything about chess. However, I've seen nothing but rave reviews for The Queen's Gambit, which yeah. is apparently... Have you watched it? No, it's on Netflix. I don't have Netflix. Right, so I guess... Um, but apparently... It's, There's too many shows with queen or crown in it for my liking. Yeah, but apparently has nothing Gets to do me with all confused. has nothing to do with royalty. The Queen's Gambit is apparently well, a, a famous chess move, right? Right, yeah. Um, but it's about a But it made me think I'm going to watch The Crown. Oh, which apparently <laughs> I, I wouldn't watch that, but a lot of people rave it's about it. It's a great it. show. Is it's, it? uh, season 4 is actually on. I might actually renew Netflix to watch that. I really enjoyed it. It they they managed to did you ever read a James Michener yep. novel? Okay, so it's a similar type of feel to that. You're, you've got the intertwining of history into this television show, so it's kind of cool. Uh, Queen's Gambit is about a an, an orphan, I believe, who battles addiction, and then she goes on to become like a, a she's a chess prodigy. And yeah. one thing people have said that they knew they know nothing about chess, but it's made them fall in love with chess. Chess has always been something I've kind of been interested in, but never enough to actually really learn about it. I like the checkers when you hop over Yeah, things. can you play chess? Do you know anything about playing chess? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I know how to play. Well, okay. I know how to play badly or poorly. Right, I guess. yeah, I don't know how to play at all. Oh, not at all? No. You don't know where I would play it like checkers. I'd just have like the horsey oh. guy jump the, <laughs> the king guy. <laughs> exactly. No, you got the rook and you got the knight and you got the bishop and you got the pawns, you got the king and you got the queen. I've played chess, yes. Well, I'm but, 45, soon to be 46. Is it too late to become a chess prodigy? Maybe I'll watch so. the Queen's Gambit, and that'll be my next career. No, I don't think so. I was, I was, I was tempted to try to find some sort of cool board game or something like that during the pandemic, but um, I'm speaking like the pandemic's over now. It's not. You know. <laughs> so you've been watching too much sports now. It's sending I've the wrong message. Been to watching you. too much uh, Boris Johnson. <laughs> if you you know if you if you listen to the the the, the world leaders of the of the day, um, it's it's over. Like so. yeah, well, in the eyes of some, for sure. Uh, so I'll get back to you on. Uh, but if you if you like sort of supernatural stuff, uh, Bl- Haunting of Bly Manor has been really good. I'm on Amazon Prime. I'm watching a really good show called Bosch. It's an LA detective. Yep. Um, there's some people in it that were also in the show The Wire. Did you ever see The Wire? I did. Great Love show. Love The Wire. And so a number of the number of the, it's not the same characters, but a number of the actors from The Wire are also in this show. And it's I really really like it. It's it's uh, based on uh, Michael Connelly novels, yep. I believe. Yeah, I've right. Read some of these. Have you? Yeah. So is I, is it true that uh, Prime has all the Law and Orders? 
Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I love actually. I love especially the old Law and Orders. I'm liking Prime. The other thing about Prime, and this is not a plug. I'm not getting anything kicked back here or whatever. Not that, yet. It, not yet. Right? You get free delivery if you subscribe to Amazon right. Prime as a television. It's only ten bucks a month. Yeah. You also get free delivery on, which your, is really how we're all doing our shopping this year, which right? It's costing me hundreds of dollars to be an Amazon Prime member, <laughs> by the way. So, yeah, I looked at my like, <laughs> I got to stop shopping. That's what I need to stop doing, Mike. Right, more sports on TV, less, less, shopping less shopping on the internet. Amazon Prime, yeah. All right, folks, we're back for the overtime period of our Jet Setra podcast, Mike. People have said that we're. We have a food cast going mm-hmm. here. Uh, over the course of the pandemic, we've been very supportive of our local restaurants and talking about how people need to get out there and do some takeout or do some delivery, et cetera, et cetera. So, okay, so here's the deal. Right. We're hearing this again. We all got to support Manitoba restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. So a couple of Fridays ago, I, I, I like that get takeout or delivery on Fridays. Right. Okay, Takeout Friday, I think you dubbed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's a long week, you know yeah. what I mean? I get home. I do, so a couple Fridays ago, I ordered something. <clears throat> I'm not going to say from who or from where, okay? <laughs> that can't be good. So anyways, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Eventually, I had to go pick it up myself. Okay? Oh, so did you skip it or they were delivering it? Like, was it through Skip or one of those services? Let's just say I had to go pick it up myself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then eventually got it home, and it was the wrong food. Okay, the, the food was still good, right. actually, and it was more than I ordered, but it wasn't the right food. Someone else's order? Somebody else's order. Okay. So, you know, the excuse from the restaurant was, uh, A, from the service that was supposed to bring it to me, was that it's a, we're super swamped. Same with the restaurant. We're super swamped, et cetera, et cetera. Sorry for the inconvenience. Let us give you $3 to make up for it. Three dollars? Yeah, three bucks. But anyway, so so like I'm like, would that get you an egg roll? Or I'm not something? exactly sure what that would get me. Actually, it got it got me to delete an app from my phone. That's what it got me. So, anyways, then so then the so I'm like, you know, this is ridiculous. I'm just gonna pick up food on my own. So the following the last Friday, I'm telling the boss before I leave work this week, I'm just gonna pick it up myself. I'm right. gonna order it. I'm gonna pick it up myself. It's gonna be great. So I get home. Uh, got my girlfriend, we're sitting, we're going to order some sushi. I phoned the sushi place, took a while to get through. Then when I finally got through, it was going to be an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. (laughs) No. (laughs) So I ended up making, so I decided, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to make some turkey burgers on the barbecue. Right. Uh, the propane ran out. Anyways, oh jeez, I know eh? it's like a, it's, like, it's like destined a, not to eat it's like that. A day. Mark Marin sketch, right? <laughs> you know? So, anyways, so just like eventually the next day, I decided I'm going to phone this sushi place at 4:30. It opens at 4:30. I'm going to get. I'm going to. I'm going to get. I want this. I want this order because right. I decided what craving, I want. Sure, right? I got the craving. Right, took an hour and a half to get it. Anyways, so I says to the guy, I says, "Why is it so busy? Like you yeah. guys, apparently, like like so. I'm just going to say, listen, folks." If you're a restaurant out there and you want us to help you out, like staff up. Like one of the reasons that we're supporting you is right. so that you'll then support your staff. So staff up. Right. You know what I mean? Like so this is and I'm hearing this from people is that it's like impossible to get it's waiting and waiting and waiting. I mean, like staff up there, folks. For sure. And especially if if 
There's my rant. If there's enough business to justify wow. it, because you, you, the risk you run, Sounds like, like you point is. out, Steve, is having people so turned off that you lose a customer. Right. And then what did that accomplish? Nothing. Really? Yeah. Um, did, did you get the sushi that night, though? I did, did on the Saturday. Good? So, it good? Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. 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 So we, we order out at least once a week as well. A Santa Lucia last week. I love Santa they Lucia. They deliver on their own. So, yeah. So and they're awesome. Like, I actually, they, they're super. Like, I did pick up because they're not that far from where we live. And kay. even their pickup was really efficient. Yeah. You just call yeah, them. the window and all that. You call yeah. them. They have a little window. Yeah. Boom. It's quick and easy. Beautiful. But it's like a five-minute drive. So it was still hot when I got home. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, I have seen that for sure that a lot of restaurants seem to be now, is it that they're doing really good business or as you point out, is it that there's, they're, they're so short Well, I asked the guy, you know, I asked the guy on the Saturday, I go, Hey, like, what's the deal here? Like, yeah. you know, like I thought you guys are like struggling for business as well. We're super busy on Fridays and Saturdays and that makes up for the whole week. And I'm just like, well. Well, then add some extra staff so, on Fridays and so you're Saturdays. not taking an hour 45. That's a long time to wait, right? For sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, you figure you cut that time in half, you got a really happy customer, and that's a good way to ensure you'll remain busy for Fridays and Saturdays I, I, going I, forward. I just I just hope that the people that we're supporting and, and talking about supporting are then, so, I, I, I want it to trickle down. That's all, that's all, that's my whole thing here is what I'm trying to say is that this needs to be trickling down and it's not just like an opportunity to pad our I picked jeans. up Thai food a few weeks ago from a, a restaurant and I was stunned as I waited for my order. I was told it was going to be ready in a certain amount of minutes. I got there. I had to wait about 10 extra minutes, which is fine. But my goodness, Steve, it was a parade of, of skip drivers coming in and out like ahead of you yes and i don't know what the time on their orders was but it almost seemed to me or at least i got the feeling that the delivery service orders were taking precedent over somebody who was coming there to pick up their food which was a bit off-putting i must say yeah i talked to somebody about that too recently and apparently at, at least at this one good restaurant that i know that actually they they offer preferential treatment to the people who phone in more because actually they make more money off of those people. Right. So you'd yeah, think there's no middleman. Yeah. Like if I'm for, if I'm phoning a restaurant and I'm ordering and I'm coming and picking it up and I'm doing that so that you then make more money. Um, and I'm doing it for that reason. Plus the convenience for me, but also because I want to support local restaurants and I want them to make a fair money. Right. right? Then help me out right do you know I mean it's got to be reciprocal here so so i think we're ordering out tonight and i'm not sure where we're ordering from we'll, we'll make a decision later today where have you decided what you're doing on friday or not yet i don't know what i'm gonna do on friday mike i like i don't know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm i'll have to i don't want to go through this again well, maybe I, you I could use hungry. that big three dollar discount <laughs> you have and apply that to something i, I didn't take it <laughs> i said thanks but no thanks it's the equivalent of it's almost like when airlines inconvenience you like to like, beyond extent and then they offer you like a ten dollar food voucher or something yeah that, exactly thanks for nothing yeah so exactly. anyways okay folks we should probably wrap up mike is always great to see you thanks for coming down to the office today uh folks thanks for listening if you're out there and uh we'll catch you again next wednesday maybe mike we keep saying this maybe next wednesday it has to be we'll there know has to be what's going on with the nhl take care folks have a good week Thank you.